0: Death is going to happen to all of us, but it's getting pushed back farther and farther and farther. And the good news is, it's not just life expectancy, but it's also the quality of life. If you're going to live longer, healthier, happier, you need to have the assets there to support you for longer in your life.
1: Actuarily speaking, death these days isn't really a downer. The average human lifespan has stretched way beyond previous generations. The good news more years to enjoy. But that positivity also comes with a word to the wise. You're going to want to do some planning to ensure you've got enough fuel in the tank to enjoy all the days of your life. And I'm not referring to that soap opera. When done right, retirement truly does equal freedom. It's a permission slip to stop worrying. Start spending, And keep on enjoying a wisely invested portfolio that will keep paying dividends to keep you worry-free year after year after year after year after year after year after year. This is the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast. Your host, Josh Brettel, is the owner of FSR Wealth Strategies. For the last two decades, he has been helping fine folks like you thrive in their retirement. Me? Well, I'm Dave josh's longtime friend co-host of the podcast and fan of angry beaver t-shirts i'm here to keep the show light-hearted and to keep josh from going on long technical boring rants so now that me that you let me end this introduction so you can enjoy the show FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. I often wonder what my life would be like as a cowboy. Think I'd make it? <laughs> I don't think you'd make it one night. <laughs> I don't think so either. You know, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at you, you're looking at me, and like, we're both tired. It was a late night last night, too. It was a late night. I client events, and... Your hair is getting messy, so I can tell <laughs> you're getting
0: you're tired.
1: Ooh, my
0: hands <laughs> through my hair.
1: So last night, Josh, there was a, another great client event. We referenced this in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And it was all about estate planning and all that. And we've, we've, of course, we've touched on this topic on the podcast because we, you know, highlight all very relevant topics. And at one point uh, during a Q&A session, one of your clients asked, is this going to be recorded? I want to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. And did you hear my response?
0: Uh, you said... It better be, otherwise I'm out of a job. <laughs> yeah,
1: Josh is a good friend of mine, but if I mess up even once, I mean, you'll no longer hear from me. Same thing with this podcast. I feel like I have to be like on my a game, Josh. Or next episode, you're going to have a new co-host.
0: Well, I'm a little, little worried because we had some funny emails that we talked about before. You know, mm-hmm. one from Doug who was giving you a hard time. And, yeah, you yeah. Know, we have my sister's in-laws, Dave, who who likes to fast forward to the content, yeah, to the meat sure, of episode. Sure. And I thought, oh man, maybe David I's back and forth isn't isn't everyone's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And uh, last night, actually, both people came up and said, "Boy, Dave really adds a lot, and it, the show <laughs> wouldn't be the same without him." So I don't know what you did oh, or what you said man. or how you paid him, whatever it was. But
1: pudding cakes and coffee.
0: We've acquired the commentator. Mm-hmm. The commentator is in our office. You've turned. You've converted me to mm-hmm. a cometeer lover. Mm-hmm. We've still not
1: acquired pudding cakes. I wonder if it's because the shipping is outrageous and you have to spend like 70 bucks just to get them here for free. Now, look, I'm not, I'm not saying that those pudding cakes go to waste. We would certainly eat them all. That's the
0: problem, too. Actually, last night, as I was presenting, my cell phone was blowing up with text messages. Okay. They were from our friends. It was a text string oh, that you yeah. and I are both on.
1: Yeah.
0: It was the text string of that middle-aged 40-year-old men, apparently, who are all <laughs> feeling overweight and... Balding and... The, the, yeah, balding <laughs> and the, the kid's stress and all that fun stuff. The conversation turned to being accountability partners for weight loss and all that stuff, which is not the conversation that would have happened five years ago,
1: or even like five months ago. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So it was. You can tell where everyone's at mentally as we go go back to school and do all that stuff.
1: So, are you suggesting that maybe pudding cakes is not the best for us? I would suggest that we don't bring pudding cakes into the office. Well, here's what here's what I'm going to say. I think everything in moderation. Once we get the new studio built, how about we celebrate with pudding cakes? The Pudding Cake, the Pudding Cake Studio. The Pudding Cake Studio.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, Dave, on our last episode, we went super technical. Like, I had to go back and research tax code. Like, Aaron actually printed up a, a tax schedule for me, and that was a lot.
1: That took a toll.
0: So, man. today I'm going to go something that is actually near and dear to my heart. Something I care a lot about, and it's a topic that I think is totally. Under um, under discussed, underutilized. It's not talked about enough and taken into consideration enough. Eighties sitcoms. Eighties sitcoms. Uh, mm-hmm. No, that is not. That is not it. You we were singing something last week too from an eighties sitcom.
1: Oh, I sing lots of yeah. That 80s is true sitcoms.
0: But this actually has to do with the fact that our population is living longer and healthier, and that's a good thing. It's a great thing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. But it changes the mentality of a retiree. People think about their parents and they think about their uh, what they watched, what they know, what their experiences are. And that's in their mind. They get that, when I hit X age, I'm not going to be here anymore. And death is going to happen to all of us. But it's getting pushed back farther and farther and farther. In fact, when I give a Social Security conversation with people, I always talk about when Social Security first started in 1935, the average life expectancy of an american male was 62 mm. so you ha- the average american didn't live to social security age which is 65 right so
1: there's a scam <laughs> which is kind of crazy yeah
0: Social security is in a different spot now. So life expectancy has drastically changed. Mm-hmm. And the good news is it's not just life expectancy, but it's also the quality of life. You know, you hear the terms that 60 is the new 50, 70 is the new 60, things along those lines. People are active. People are are doing things with their life. Yeah. Now here comes the financial part of that. If you're going to live longer, healthier, happier, You need to have the assets there to support you for longer in your life. And uh, that's what I want to dive into
1: a little bit today. Yeah. You you don't look. You don't want to be in Josh's position where I don't plan for enough money and I have to move in with you and Missy. That would just be awful for you. It would be awful for one of us. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I guess you and (laughs) I would have lots of fun. (laughs) Josh, help me pull up my pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can see Missy now. Um, oh, no. We're going to have to have a talk. He's going to
1: have to go. He's got to go. He's going to have to go. <laughs> but Missy's been here three hours. <laughs> yeah. I had enough. He ate all the s'mores Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Ooh,
0: s'mores. Yeah. Dave and my wife have a uh, both have a fascination of all things s'mores. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention this to you. One night uh, last week, she brought home a dessert for her and I to share. And you know those giant like chocolate chip cookies that Jewel has? Oh yeah. Well they took one and they cut it into smaller pieces and they made it no. into a s'mores topping. No. Oh my god, it had graham crackers and marshmallows over the top with a little bit of like chocolate syrup. What both her and I were blown away at how good this was. Jewel? Jewel. Jewel
1: food stores. My birthday is June fourth. June fourth. Well, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween. I'll take one at every it was. Holiday out of this world. Wow, did yeah. you put down the whole thing? Not in one night. <laughs> but you <laughs> but put down it, the whole thing. But in two nights we did.
0: <laughs> it was not, it wasn't a whole cookie, the whole, it was just like a okay. portion of the cookie, but oh, it was
1: I'm kind of surprised I didn't get a message. I am too actually. I am too. Okay. Maybe next time. But it was delicious.
0: And do you know what's not going to help me live longer? S'mores, S'mores. cookies. Yeah, and yeah. you living in my house. Yeah. Um Let's talk about life expectancy a little bit. Sure. There's all sorts of different life expectancy statistics. You know, each quote-unquote government agency with an acronym has their own statistics. And round numbers, a male born today, life expectancy comes in at 78 years old. For a female, it's 82. Life expectancy, though, includes infant mortality and all the bad things that can happen to you along the way. And this sounds crazy, but the older you get the longer your life expectancy is.
1: I've heard that. Yeah.
0: So does every single year you get older, the longer your life expectancy pushes out. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't have the exact numbers on that one. Um, but Aaron dug into for us some of the life insurance actuarial tables. Actuaries are an interesting breed. They study, you know, statistics and you know all giant data patterns. And I always tell people a life insurance company is never going to tell you when you're going to die, but they can tell you the odds of you dying every single year. Oh, wow. That's because they have the statistics as to what age people die. And what they're saying is, and it's based on health, but if you are 65 years old today, a non-smoker with excellent health, the males they expect to live to 88,
1: Hmm.
0: the females to age 90. I think the keyword is excellent health. That's pretty. Excellent health is, but they have a pretty broad spectrum to the definition of excellent health. So that's you don't have cancer, you don't have heart disease, pre existing yeah. so, issues. Yeah. So, but high cholesterol, high blood pressure, that's normal. That's very, they take that without any issues. Here.
1: Winning for us. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, life insurance companies can't take this into consideration. It's it's against the law, but the higher income people who have access to better health care live longer. Naturally. People who live closer to good hospital systems live longer. Mm-hmm. And actually there's something goofy because people on the east and west coast tend to actually live longer. A lot of it has to do with access to food and, and health care, but it's kind of an amazing topic here. So the life expectancy keeps getting pushed out farther and farther and farther. If you look at social security statistics, which, I mean, that's one of my joys in life. (laughs) You do. You come come in every day and you're going, oh, did you see the latest social security statistics? Uh Uh-huh but social security is a program that's designed to pay out for the rest of your life but they look at 65 year olds as their as their median age and what they say is that a third of everyone who's 65 today will live to be 90 years old wow that is crazy yeah now, I also love to listen to other podcasts, not just ours. Believe it or not, I listen to other people. But you do listen to ours. I do listen to ours every time it comes out, sometimes multiple times because my kids want to listen to it. But it's funny thing; I listen to it and I forget what we talked about. Oh, so someone yeah. will come up to be like, oh, I love that podcast on this, this, this. I'm like, what did I say? What did I say?
1: And yet our wives have never listened to it.
0: No. Ugh. No. Yeah. As my wife says, I listen to you enough. <laughs> I don't need to listen to you more. In addition to living longer, people are actually living healthier too. The health advances have been so extreme that we have enough information that you can be at 75, 80 years old, and be as active as someone who was 65, a, you know, a few short years ago. Mm. So that's a great thing yeah. to be out there. But as we're doing, you got to plan for it. I mean, you have to you have to take that into consideration. So we, as a default, will use age 90 for people as we're planning. Some people will push out to 100. We do get a few people who say, "No, I'm going to die at 80. Like, it's just not not going to make it. Not my cards, and that's kind of sad. But hey, they they know it. Uh-huh. That's there.
1: Well, why do they say that? Because they're just maybe not healthy to be Usually, or-
0: one of two reasons: they know they're not healthy, yeah. um, or both parents never made a history. Certain, uh, yeah. So things along those lines. Sorry, I'm getting back to listening to other podcast. You know, every time we make fun of our wives, I lose my train of thought. Mm-hmm. I listened to a gentleman by the name of Peter Diamandis. Peter Diamandis runs a podcast called Exponential Wisdom. And he's kind of a futurist. He created the X Prize, which he was big into the future in healthcare. And and he talks a lot about you know the different technologies that are being developed out there. He's in the front line of all those, those new technologies. And a lot of it is in healthcare. Mm-hmm. That's right there. And with data and everything of what they're doing, they now have systems in place that they can scan your entire body, do this giant data analysis and they can catch a cancer that hasn't even grown yet in your body. You know, they say, hey, this is their DNA. This is how everything's working. And they compare it to 10,000 other people and they can say, hey, the odds of X, Y, Z are higher. Watch out for this. And the technology is so good that we will just have to, I mean, it's almost kind of like if we have that choice, we'll be able to live longer that's out there.
1: Have you seen Big Hero 6?
0: I have seen it on in my house
1: as my kids watch it, but I have not seen it. I wonder if Baymax has sued this Peter Diamandis for that technology. Baymax is the big inflatable robot that he <laughs> scans somebody and he knows instantly what's wrong with them. He came up with it first, or
0: yeah, was it Star Trek? And they oh. had the—I mean, I don't know if you watched Star Trek as a kid, but they had that little scanner that me 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 me, and they went, "Oh, appendicitis."
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Captain Kirk had appendicitis? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. Bring me up, Scotty. I got appendicitis. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Well, shout out to Baymax. Shout out to Baymax. I'll have to watch
0: that with my children. But as as a follow-up here, if you're living longer, you're living healthier, you want to have that money to spend. And the, the counterpart to this is there's also at the same time a reduction in income where Social Security isn't covering as much of our income, pensions are all but gone for people, and people aren't thinking about that guaranteed income source that someone's going to cover you for as long as humanly possible. If you think about that pile of money that you've built up, it's no good for you unless it becomes income to you. So you want to make sure you have that income source that's going to last you the rest of your life. It needs to probably last way longer and for more money than you originally thought and planned for.
1: So if is there a magic number where if a client comes in and says, Oh, I'm you think I'm gonna die at eighty, do you be like, that's plan for eighty five, or that's plan for eighty seven. Is there like do you over plan? Or did you set did you say ninety years old earlier?
0: so we use ninety as a default. That's a good question. They have to we have to there has to be an end point. The joke is that you wanna spend your last penny with your last breath mm-hmm. and then the last check bounces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's not the reality. What you really want to do is you want to plan for a few more years than you ever, if you ever want. Most people aren't planning to spend down to zero. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see that zero. You plan for the, the longer term. And if it's 80, if it's 90, whatever it might be, that's the okay. that's the very
1: real thing. So does that answer your question? It answered my question. It was riveting. I mean, I just drew pen over my arm. That's how, you were like, so excited. Oh, I was it. so into it. I didn't realize I was figuring out the pen. <laughs> it's a hard discussion to have with people yeah, because people look at you like you're crazy.
0: I'm not going to live longer. My mom died at 85 or whatever it might be. And I think that's fear that talks a little bit like, Mm -hmm. you know, they see what an 85 year old looks like and they think someone who's, you know, in bad shape or can't live the life that they want to live. But I think what the bigger risk financially is you are capable at that age to travel and do the things you want to do. And if you don't have the wherewithal to do it financially, it hurts. Yeah. With a little bit of planning earlier on, it's it's a much more feasible thing to do.
1: So Josh, we've talked a lot about your role as an advisor. You see the highs and lows in people's lives. So how do you approach this as an advisor if you see that somebody is kind of on the wrong path or not? planning for that's enough good. money?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, of course it is. You asked it. <laughs> you remember a couple episodes we talked about the, the hierarchy, the dreams and strategies and tools? Mm-hmm. And if I can get somebody or a couple to really dig into their dreams and get excited for them and, and, and feel like that that big excitement for what what's to come into the future – we can often get them thinking really long-term. Because when someone retires and loses a purpose, loses the ability, the health kind of follows quickly thereafter. But people who have that purpose and those dreams that are out there, they start focusing more on that than they do on the finances, and they ask us for our help. And a lot of times what we're looking at is we're looking for more guaranteed income sources. Right. We're looking for how do we maximize Social Security. We're looking for are there other spend-down assets we can find guaranteed? Is there an annuity that fits in the right spot? When we can increase that guaranteed income, it gives them this permission slip to live their life. We have some wonderful clients, and I'm not going to mention them by name, but they moved out west. They were from Chicago. They moved out west into their dream home. So they moved out prior to the pandemic, and all of a sudden, we would have these Zoom calls with them, and you could see the smile on their face just... Beam because they moved out there and they now have, they go bike riding every single day. They will ride 25, 30, 40, 50 miles sometimes. They always finish at one of the local breweries. <laughs> they love to have a beer after they ride a bike, which if you're riding that far, great. They, lo- they will take vacations to Europe and they'll bike around France or whatever it might be. They don't spend a ton of money. But we were able to give them enough guarantees built into their system that they felt, and they said this to us in the call, like they felt this relief, like they had this permission that they were allowed to go and live and experience their life. And they will have the ability to do that pretty much for the rest of their lives you can see the inner smile as that comes in. This yeah. Weather, so
1: I wonder, is this, I think I know who you're talking about because they said, Dave, once you fulfill your dream of having an arcade, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they will bike all the way from wherever they live to <laughs> where my arcade is.
0: You'd have a lot of fun with them. They really like good local beer too. Oh, so yeah. yeah.
1: At your recent workshop where I gave the introduction, and it was a stellar introduction, by the way. Stellar. You talked about the whole dream strategies, tools. You touched on it. And you were going through and you're asking for examples of dreams. And I was just hoping you would have called me out for my dream of having an arcade, but you didn't. And I felt so sad. I forgot. Next time I'll do that for you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Next time I'll do that for (laughs) you.
0: Dave, I think we've talked about longevity here. I think it's time for something uh, a little bit different. Yeah.
1: What? What? Okay. Hey, Mr. Josh, let's, let's take a break. break. You've been talking for so long, and my ears are sore. Ouch, <laughs> let's not make them snore. <laughs> Listening shouldn't be a charm, <laughs> so let's get to new. Josh and David. Watch a rating soar. Is <coughs> he <laughs> like a bird oh, soaring? Yeah. <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. It is your turn, Mr. Josh, to pick that card.
0: So, this card made me smile, and. I want to see what your answer is to this. Okay. Okay, cuz you're you're a pretty modern person. You 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 like new toys as much as I do. Yeah. Here's the question. What
1: antiquated invention do you still use? So, I'm going to cheat a little bit because you mentioned I I buy shiny new things all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how about shoes and clothes? Does that count? Well,
0: Yeah, it does. It's an old invention. You still, nothing's changed in it.
1: Yeah, my style has not changed at all ever. And I I, I don't buy new clothes. I mean, I wash them, but I don't buy new ones. Well, I'm
0: going to, uh, I'm going to do my usual.
1: Why must you needlessly complicate everything?
0: And I think when you hear my story, you will see why shoes and clothes are okay. Okay. All right. Watching our kids in school. I love to see like what they're studying and how they're doing it things like that and when I was a age I loved science class and all things science and one of my favorite topics was simple machines mm. Remember so like the the wheel, the incline plane, the wedge things along those lines yeah and I remember having to write this whole thing of how they taken simple machines and turned them into tools that we use Ooh. every single day okay. One of my favorite things to do is to cook. I love – it's a stress reliever for me. So like Sunday afternoons, I'll make a big dinner for family and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So my antiquated invention is simply just a simple machine, Okay, the wedge that is my knife. Oh, my. And it's my knife because it's just – all it is is a wedge that they've – Wow! You know they've ground down to so I can chop things and do stuff like that. Now I try and tell that story to my kids, and I try and get them all excited about simple machines, and they don't care one bit whatsoever. So they will someday, someday.
1: Wow, that was such a
0: terrible, horrible story. No,
1: it was very—I don't know—elegant and deep, like deep thoughts by Josh Bretel. <laughs> good. good for you. Uh, good question, Dave. I'm going to uh,
0: see what you got here. Oh boy.
1: Dave relates to retirees. Yeah.
0: So Dave. Yeah. This is a tough one. I'm curious as to where you're going to go with this.
1: Well, you know, the episode, the the theme of it, you played it off as it was going to be kind of fluffy, like the dreams, strategies, and tools. And like, it's not a super uplifting, upbeat topic. So it is a little bit of a struggle. But I'm going to say this. This is how I can relate to retirees. I talk a lot about high school in the 90s. We all know that. You and do. basketball, my glory days. Seeing Landon play basketball, he's pretty darn good. Like, I don't know if I told you the other day, he dropped 22 points back to back. Like, I love watching him. Like, wow. He's like a combination of me and Carla. And I think, you know what? I want to live long enough to see him score more than 25 points in a high school game, which is my career high. So that's what that's what I want to do. Is that okay? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a goal. It's a goal. A goal. Yeah. Now that we're assuming, of course, he chooses to play basketball. We've talked about this before in
0: in a very early episode that you love to keep stats for games. And Mm -hmm. you had ridiculous stats for Mm -hmm. your own game. And I think even for us, you would keep stats somehow during the game. Mm -hmm. You're already keeping stats for your six-year-old, seven-year-old. Sorry, Landon, if you're seven now. He's seven. Which is funny.
1: To the point where I corrected his coaches. (laughs) They're like Landon had 18. I'm like, no, he didn't. <laughs> so
0: I apologize to any of Leighton's coaches yeah. in the future. Yep. Yeah.
1: But it was against Glenbard West, by the way, where I dropped 25 at home.
0: So in <laughs> s- he's seven in in 10 years. Yeah. He will
1: be in high school,
0: mm-hmm. and he will have the chance to play varsity basketball. Mm-hmm. Ten years from now, you'll be in your early 50s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So, I'm a little curious. I mean, sure. I, I'm going to encourage our clients to live into their 90s or their 100s okay. this happy, healthy life. So, where I'm going to take this sure. is actually back to the freedom mentality. Oh, yeah. Where you have the ability to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And right now, you are so driven by watching your kid do something you love, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. I I totally, I get that with you. I love doing that myself. But there will be a point when you're going to want to do something else. Finding that purpose is going to be a key. Mm. So after Landon graduates from high school. I'm at the right
1: age of 54.
0: and, (laughs) And he blows your record out of the water. Yeah. That's not an easy thing to do is coming up with that new purpose, coming up with that new mentality. But when you have it and you combine it with some excellent planning, Mm. you can enjoy living longer, healthier
1: with enough money
0: and have that purpose.
1: (sighs) Full house music. You know, you're talking now. I kind of maybe want to revisit my answer to the card because there is something that is old that I still love dearly, arcades. You do, yeah. Right? Like good old retro pinball and good old 8-bit video games. There you go. Man, Dave. See, but I wouldn't have been able to do that without your full house moment, Josh.
0: I'm glad I could provide some sort of value here. <laughs> you always provide value. You mentioned the episode was a little Debbie Downer-ish. I apologize for that. and We're going to uh, have
1: it. It's, it's going to happen.
0: But I actually think it's really cool. It's, it's an important thing. And it's something that, uh, again, with a little bit of work, it can, it can be the best thing that, that happens to you.
1: Well, then that ends on a positive note. Also, See? I'm also thinking in the future we're going to have pudding cakes eventually in the office, and I'm going to hold you to it. New new studio, new snacks.
0: Think we can talk market day into, like, lowering their minimum for shipping? <laughs> I it. mean, it's like doubling down on the cost of pudding cakes. Right.
1: Or just get one of our kids' schools to actually have market day there again. I don't know oh, why they don't do that anymore. Seriously, That was the best.
0: I don't know. So, Dave, yes. for this episode, I – Was gonna hope people could go to Apple Podcast Mm -hmm. and give us a rating and some comments, and uh, that helps our podcast grow. It helps other people find our find our show, Mm -hmm. and it makes us get inspired to bring more wonderful episodes like this.
1: I agree, and also I want to let people know you do not have to type out a review. You can simply just leave a star review, yeah, and hit submit. You know, you do need you know to have like an Apple ID to do it. Most people do. Um, but yes please. That helps us out a lot plus more people that review it Apple's like oh Josh and Dave yeah yeah that show their podcast up in the featured list okay more people are gonna wanna hear this who wouldn't wanna hear this <laughs> I mean let's be real Missy and, Missy and Carla <laughs> besides <laughs> our wives <laughs> ah, what <laughs> oh man uh, so Deb I hope you're doing well and uh, we wanted to end this episode with a special note to you it goes something like this bye yeah. Hashtag Tax nerd.